Members of the animal kingdom know that survival is the ability to swim in strange water. And sometimes, that water is sand. Sand is coarse and rough and gets everywhere, but many animals, like the cartwheel spider, call it home. But what are they supposed to do when the fickle shifting sand cuts off their best escape route? They can fight or they can flee, but sometimes leaving is more like falling with style in life, death, and taxonomy. Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's your 30 minutes of interesting animal information. I'm Joe. And I'm Carlos. Thank you to Cassie for the creation of our theme song. To hear more of Cassie's music, please search Cassie Michelle on YouTube or Spotify. And thank you to Johanna for the creation of this week's artwork. To check that out, you can visit us at our home of the web at ldtaxonomy.com. Seriously, check it out. If you have not seen the artwork, you're missing out. It, it is awesome. Uh, and a very special thank you to our patrons, to Jesse Raspolich, Carol Raspolich, and Richard Kaspar. Thank you so much for your support. It's greatly appreciated. Thanks for helping us keep the lights on. And today we're talking about an animal whose mind commands the body to roll and it obeys. But more on that later. Without hesitation. Yes, we are talking about, I mean, if you didn't like spiders we were just talking about spiders in the warm-up you should check that out by becoming a patron um and uh all the all the fun things that spiders uh, that people think about spiders um but if you already didn't like spiders then um finding out what this guy can do won't help this is the golden wheel spider golden wheel spider um also known as the chelly serrata cheerleader the Blackfoot Barrel Roll, and the Gymnasty Boy. <laughs> I feel like a gymnasty is like Planet Fitness. Yeah. An <laughs> <laughs> everlasting gymnasty. <laughs> Welcome to the birthplace of our gymnasty. Um, but yeah, would you like me to taxonomize it? Sure. I spoiled uh, the subphylum a little bit, but we'll start with the kingdom. It's the one you know, love, and are in. That kingdom is Animalia. The phylum, Arthropoda. The subphylum, here we go, Chelicerata. Hmm. Just spread that over toast. Uh, the class is Arachnida, because it's, it's, it's an arachnid. The order is Araniae, which is uh, spiders. The infraorder is Araniomorphae, which is Mighty Morphin Spiders. Uh, the f the family is Sporacidae. Genus is uh, Carpacini. Carpacni. There we Carpathian. go. Yeah, Nikolai Car Carpathia. <laughs> the anti <laughs> Kirk Cameron's Antichrist. Um, the uh, yeah Car Carparacni, uh, and the species is. Arioflava. The genus is Carparachne Arioflava. Which brings us to 
my I guess it's now my favorite part of the show. Nitty gritty nomenclature. The part of the show where I ask Gijo a question. And that is what is the what is the English translation of the binomial nomenclature, which I just stated was Carparachne Areoflava. What does that mean in English? Does it mean a carp's yellow gold spider? B golden wheel spider? C rolling tunnel spider? Or D golden running spider? Uh, what was the first one? Carp's yellow gold spider. <laughs> I'm going with that. Carp's yellow gold spider. Is that your final answer? It sure is. Ding, ding, ding. You're correct. I, I guess I that one stood out a little bit. Yeah, it was boring. Some A lot of times these are boring. I should have just put someone else's because sometimes it's just some dude's name and that's really annoying. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, car, uh, carparachne. Literally means carp spider. Some guy named Carp found a spider, so it's carparachne. But Arioflava is yellow gold. That's fun. It's fun to say. Flava is gold. Is is yellow? So Flava Flav is just yellow. Yellow. <laughs> Flava Flav. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't uh. It doesn't have quite the same ring to it in Latin. Uh, you want to hear about what this guy looks like? Sure. All right. It is um. It, it's a spider, um, and not one of the good ones, like Peter Parker. It's generally unpleasant to look at. Uh, it's a very small spider. Uh, but up close, it's your typical horrific monster, your typical eight-legged freak. Uh, its carapace is a light tan, except for its relatively large, slightly gray uh, abdomen. All eight of its eyes are arranged neatly in a row above two large mandibles tipped with sharp black fangs, giving it a very Shelob-esque appearance, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Except Shelob looks like this spider... Um, after you just slammed its face into a frying pan for about a minute. Um, as a ground-based spider, the golden wheel spider has a thick body with long legs that spread out, and its feet are tipped with black, which is why I called it the black-footed barrel. The black-foot barrel roll. Barrel rider. It's a lot of Lord of the Rings references here. But, uh, so it's very... it, Despite its... What I, the appearance I just described, you're probably not going to see that appearance, even if you s- you find the spider, because it's so small. How small is it, Joe? It's a pretty good question. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Beloved Measure Up segment, the official listener's favorite part of the show. The part of the show when we present the animal size and dimensions in relatable terms to a quiz that's fun for the whole family. It's also part of the show that's introduced by you when you send an audio of yourself saying, singing, or chattering the words measure up at gmail.com. Uh, into ldtaxonomy at gmail.com <laughs> what did I say? just send it to gmail.com just send it to measureup.com they'll get it. And, they'll, <laughs> and, and Larry Page will send it straight to us uh, we don't have a new measureup intro which means we get to hear from a spider Carlos is forced by law 
<laughs> to uh, tell us what movie it's from. <laughs> is it the uh, is it the the flying the the not the flying? He says, "I love the flying car." Is the um... yes, it is. <laughs> is it? Is the, you thought you were it's gonna... the spider from Five Guys? I was going to go with the one from Pete's uh, James and the Giant Pete, but James and the Giant Peach. James, James and the Giant, the giant Pete's Pete. Dragon. Um, <laughs> but you always guess James and the Giant Peach. Do I really? But without further ado, <laughs> the listener's favorite part of the show. I don't even know if Five was going to say, ah. What if he had said some other exclamation? I always thought as a kid he said the flying car. Like the flying car. Like like a weird accent. Um, didn't realize it was the flying ah, which just makes you push someone off a train. <laughs> <laughs> that makes way more sense than flying car. Except they're on a train car. So flying in that is like the the Gandalfian word for flying. Just going yeah, fast. It's going fast, yeah. I don't know. I didn't think too critically about Five Goes West when I was, you know, seven. So, <laughs> oh, But I did watch that movie a ton. Me too. It's great. So that, that spider had an impact on my life. Give us your tired, your poor, your tiny huddled mouse in a bottle. Now that's Fible, American, Amer- tale. American tale, yeah. Uh, the the better one. Uh, the better one is an adult, probably. But I did like yeah, maybe. Wiley Bird. I liked Fible Goes West better because it was thematic. Um, let's talk length. They're twenty millimeters or zero point seven inches. So how many okay. stentors go into the cartwheel spider? You're going to have to explain what a stentor is. Is that a Baldur's Gate 3 reference? It sure isn't. Uh, Here's a hint. We're not talking about royal trumpeters, which is what stentor means. We're talking about trumpet-shaped protozoans. They can look like blobs, but when it's time to go into filter feeding mode, they stretch themselves into cone shapes that suck in food and sometimes extend around prey. They're tiny blobs that turn into trumpets. Last time, a tiny a, a tiny blob that was visible to the naked eye is a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. I'm going to go with s- 20. 20 speeders? Yeah. Wait, wait. I mean 20 blobs? 20, what, 20 stentors. Speeders. Yes, 20 stentors go into the spider, the golden wheel spider. The correct answer is uh, correct answer is 10. Ah, it's 2 millimeters. Yes, the largest stentor can stretch to a length of 2 millimeters. Pretty big for a tiny um, microscopic thing. A little microscopic trumpet. I wonder what kind of what kind of songs it can play. Nothing good. It it makes the song of the uh, marshmallow guys in Elden Ring. 
Or I, th I was thinking you could play Feels So Good by um, Chuck Mangione. It's Pizza Day Although by he's, the uh, Aquabats. I don't know what that is. <laughs> You've never heard Pizza Day by the Aquabats? Maybe I've heard it. Do they play it in Publix? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a goofy ska song from when we were having pizza days in high school. Man, I know like four ska songs. This is like the one that everyone knows. The only song that everyone knows. This is the only song that everyone knows. The only ska song. Everyone else is like, I don't know anything about ska. Uh, I, I like I know one five, five Iron Frenzy song, and then a, and then there's one from Reliant K. It's about Five Iron Frenzy, and then I I've heard the other two. I couldn't tell you who sang them. Pool Party and Pizza Day by the Aquabats. Two songs, very good. Uh, let's check them out. Let's talk about length: forty to fifty centimeters or nineteen inches. That's the length of their burrows, by the way. I meant to say burrow length. Let's talk about that. Um, okay. Nineteen-inch burrows. So, how many burrows go into the length of the USS William Ward burrows? <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know what that is? Um, no, but I like how you tied it all in. Well, here's a hint: the USS William Ward burrows is a World War II transport ship. It was a private cargo ship that was acquired by the Navy for the war effort. Its missions usually involved transporting servicemen, civilians, and supplies around the Pacific. It survived the war despite many close calls with the enemy. Interesting. I'm learning about the Pacific part of the war now. But I don't know about this... Burrow guy, burrow. Yeah, it's not like ship. a battleship or anything, but it was in 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 hot water a lot. Uh, it it trans transports. I mean, it, if it was a hundred feet, I'm not sure that would be like. Oh, let's take this private ship and turn it into a military ship because it's so useful. I'm going to say I'll, uh, 200 feet, maybe. That sounds like a, a very big private ship. Doesn't really compare to like a aircraft carrier or anything like that, but um, still big enough to transport things. 200 feet. You said 19 inches for the depth of this burrow. So 126 is my answer. Final answer? Yes. The answer is 235.4 burrows. Oh, it's a long boy. The ship was 386 in feet and two inches, or 117 meters. Yeah, when, and I say private, it's not um, not like owned by an individual. It's It was owned by a company, a uh, shipping company, but it was just not government built and owned. Got it, got it. Still. Pretty big. Wasn't that far off. Pretty big shit. Um, that's all I got for that. Do you have any fast facts before we talk about the major fact? 
Sure. The golden wheel spider lives uh, exclusively in the coastal uh, Namib Desert off the west coast of southern Africa, stretching from Angola through Namibia and into South Africa. It feeds nocturnally on insects and other invertebrates. Um, and as you mentioned, it has uh, burrows. It doesn't have uh, webs. Yeah, that's the thing that spiders do. Um, it creates burrows uh, and is a ground-based spider. And it lives in the shifting sands of the desert. And I'll leave it at that. Okay. Well, I'm calling uh, the major fact Whirly Bug Saw. Wor- whirly Burp? Wily Burp? Uh, after the Whirly Gig Saw from... Uh, yeah, Bloodborne. Yeah. Uh, wheel spiders make their burrows in soft sand, which means that the digging is easy, but your castle is fragile. I was thinking the digging my digging is easy and the burden is light. <laughs> um, one of the spiders isn't Coldplay sing about castles of sand. I feel like that's a pretty common thing to talk about. Yeah, castles made of sand or houses built on sand. Yep. What a, another biblical thing. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest uh, enemies um, of the uh, wheel spider is the. Pompilid wasp, um, and these wasps are used to, used to hunting animals that seek shelter in the sand. Even though the spider is a seasoned digsman, the the wasp is a certified sand shifter in its own right, capable of flicking its front legs rapidly to fling sand and destabilize the burrow. So the spider has two problems. It doesn't want to be caught exposed outside the collapsed burrow. And it doesn't want its brood to be buried and cut off. So the spider knows that it the, the spider knows that it must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. <laughs> we have nothing to fear but parasitic wasps. Do you know what fear is the mind killer is from? Uh that is from is that from Terminator? No, it's from Dune. Oh. It's the second Dune reference in this episode. Actually, it might be the third. There might be one in the uh, intro. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the second Dune, Dune is coming out. So the only solution is to make a run for it, leading the wasp away. But the wasp has the power of flight, and it can quickly catch up to a running spider. But the... The spider knows that no wasp can outfly gravity, so it rides the dune. It probably doesn't actually know this. Yeah, what can no <laughs> wasp outfly gravity? Um, if the spotter, if the spotter, if the spider is on a steep enough dune, it will curl up its body, tip itself sideways, and try to hold onto its lunch. I actually don't think um, equilibrium equilibrium issues. Causes spiders to throw up. That's just <laughs> to Ralph, <laughs> to Ralph Waldo and Emerson. But uh, I don't. To, to Ralph Waldo is Emerson. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your Emerson in. The the curled legs become the tread of a dr- this dread wheel, hurtling toward the bottom of the dune at 
2,640 RPMs, which is the equivalent of 217 miles per hour if the tire was the same size as the family sedan, if the tire of your car. But as impressive as that sounds, this translates to one meter per second or two miles per hour. <laughs> it sounds way a, more interest way o- more awesome if you're uh if you're talking RPMs. Oh, two two miles per hour if it was the size of the No, no. Actually two, no, two, miles, two miles per hour. Yeah, but two point two miles per hour for a se- a point seven for three quarters of an inch spider yes. is insane. Pretty, a, a brisk walk. While a brisk walk doesn't sound like much to a human, it's more than enough to outpace a flying insect. As you know, imagine you you are at a brisk walk, and the spider is cartwheeling faster than you, <laughs> and it beats you in a race. Um, wheel spiders are the only species known to cartwheel away from predators, but it's not the only one to roll. So I found this. This might have been a better animal to do. I found this stuff out. Uh, after, you know, locking in that we're doing the cartwheel spider. But there's another sand arachnid, a denizen of uh, the sand, called the Moroccan flick-flack spider, which is... That's a fun... Sebrienus Reckenbergi. This is all fun. Yeah. I'm hearing nothing but fun. It, It also tumbles down dunes to escape prey, but it flick flacks or tumbles. Um, so it like does this forward tumble where it kicks its front legs back. Well, it, it rolls forward into a somersault and then kicks its front legs to like vault back to right side up. And then it repeats that over and over and over. So the cool thing about this method is that it's not just passive, relying on gravity, like the the cartwheel spider. They kick their legs to launch themselves intentionally into somersaults. So that means they're also able to move uphill. And if you look up the Moroccan flick flack spider flick flacking, and that's that that's arachnophobia. <laughs> this is this like yeah thing spasming its way up a hill yeah up a hill at you somersaulting <laughs> this this rickenbacker flick flacker <laughs> <laughs> someone just really liked their 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 hard k's when they were yeah. observing this <laughs> uh but that's all i got there's in fact no k's in this situation flick flack has only c's and re- Reckenbergy is a ch. Reckenbergy. <laughs> They're hard glottal stops. We'll call it. Now, what if what if you saw a spider coming in like a Reckenbergy? <laughs> <laughs> All I wanted was to. Uh, oh wait, no, I, I actually don't know the lyrics of that song well enough to make a joke. So. All I wanted was to, yeah. Rickenbacker your walls. <laughs> I just think of the Rickenbacker bridge down to Miami. That's all I can think of. 
That's all I Yeah, get. that sounds a little bit scarier than... Because as long as I'm not downhill from a cartwheeling spider, I'm okay. And also, it's just so tiny. Imagine if it was like... One of those, like, huntsmen's. Or just like a big, you know... Like, coaster-sized spider that was just rolling down a hill at you. The, like the, the little pill bugs in Bugs Life. The Moroccan Flick Flack guy is slightly bigger, almost an inch. 0 0.7 inches. Well, I was I got to cancel my uh trip to Casablanca. <laughs> I'd accept, I desperately don't want to get Flick Flacked. It would be cool to see though. Plus, they're probably flicking, flick flacking away from you. True, true. But then there's just that one time where they decide to uh, flick flack on mass towards you. Yeah, <laughs> our flick flacks <laughs> blot out the sun. <laughs> we shall cry in the shade. <laughs> Actually, the flick flacking looks kind of silly. Like it looks like something went went wrong. Like it was running down the hill and all of a sudden something horrible happened. <laughs> it's, it's malfunctioned. <laughs> is, it, is it worse? I mean, malfunctioning spiders is something like Westworld stuff. I don't, you gotta look it up. Flick Flack Spider or Tumbling Spider on YouTube. I will have to check it out. Um, but right now we're talking about a golden wheel spider that, uh, that moves at over 2,000 RPM. <laughs> it's like... Catch on fire. Um, all right. So that's the golden wheel spider for you out there in podcast. Yeah. Get started on your burrow. Keep an eye on the skies. And remember that your gymnastics routine could be the difference between living a long and happy life and becoming a living wasp egg incubator like the golden wheel spider here in life, death, and taxonomy. Hey Taxonomy Titans, I just want to remind you that we now have a Patreon. Patrons can see full video episodes and get shoutouts on the show. But ultimately, it's a way for you to help us cover some costs and get even better. Still, reviews are the best way to help us grow. So if you haven't left one yet, we'd really love to hear from you. As always, thanks for listening and engaging. <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure if you even mentioned that the way that the wasp preys on the spider is by laying eggs on it. Oh, I did not. I didn't even know that. Ooh, yeah. Well, I kind of. This is this is the problem with not having the the major facts is because I'm like, okay, well, like this is the major facts, so I'm gonna, that's what the ending's gonna be. Whatever. <laughs>